Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Control Port Podcast, episode 226. I'm Benjamin Yoder, here today, talking to you about video games. But before we get too deep into that, first, I want to talk a little bit about um, what to expect out of this channel in the upcoming weeks. Um, there's a few things going on um, that is really going to just disrupt my ability to to create anything or get something done anytime soon. Uh, one is uh, when it comes to my, my work that actually, you know, provides for me and feeds me. Um, there are some massive changes that are happening, uh, there, and I don't really know what my responsibilities are going to be. I don't really know what, um, how things are going to go. You know, if I'm going to work overtime at all, any of that stuff. So just as a heads up, I might have to go kind of deeper into, into that a bit in the next month or so. It's, it's just kind of really up in the air. There's a lot of things changing at this moment. Um, so yeah, that, that is happening. Um, also at the same time, if, if you haven't really been following, I've been, you know, working on these projects and I was hoping that a lot of them would be easy things I can knock out really quick. I thought, I mean, Nintendo, Nintendo G video, I expected that to be pretty quick or or to, 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 to be like a standard video rather, but like the GameCube list video, I wanted that to be quick, but then I made the investment to talk about Homeland. So that has basically put that on hold at this point, unfortunately, but I want to do that video right um, and then also, uh, I also worked on, uh, the, the, uh, Chibi Robo video and I scripted that out and that's actually something fairly easy to put together, but I want to put it out after this stuff I'm working on right now. So I kind of have to set it to the side. Um, and also I haven't done any video editing at this point, so maybe it would be, would be challenging. I don't really know yet. And then I was like hoping cause the GameCube video was not as the GameCube list video I was working on. It was not as quick as I thought it'd be. I started another video trying to hope that would be a quick video I could put together and the more and more I got into it, the more complicated I got. And then, and then like, like the video itself, I think is a, a good video. Um, and I could definitely just like, you know, wing it and just you know, say everything off the cuff, but like, I want to do it right. And, and I found things I want to say that I want to make sure I'm saying them right. Um, and, and it just make, it just basically has put everything to a, a crawl at this point. Um, and it doesn't help that I also made a lot of social commitments the last like month or com- for this upcoming month. Basically, all I'm saying is I don't really know when anything's coming out yet at this point. I know you guys are waiting for the PCFX stuff. I want to get to it. I've got something drafted for Keisha and Zenki. Again, I'd expect that to be easy, but at this point, like everything seems easy until I start working on it and then I make it complicated. <laughs> so, so I'm just kind of, you know, pumping the brakes. I'm going to focus on this one particular thing I want to focus on right now will that thing come out anytime soon i don't really know it's not really come together as quickly as i was hoping it would but we'll see and i don't want to talk about it too much just in case i cancel it and then or put it shelve it and then that's come back to it later so i'm uh, it's just kind of a bad time right now and i also have just not been taking care of myself not sleeping super well not eating super well not really giving myself the time i need to recuperate from stuff and, and I started to really feel that this last month and like the last week I've basically been in hibernation mode. Like I, I have not done all that much because I'm just overwhelmed by a lot right now. Um, so anyways, I appreciate you letting me have that little moment there and invent about that. It's nothing that's, Hey, I'm going to say this. All of this is like stuff that is just like normal stuff. It's just how I am as a person when it comes to being introvert, not really having a lot of ability to have a lot of energy in a lot of situations where I'm like, you know, like new situations with work and all this other stuff. Like it, 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 it's, it's just a lot of things coming together all at once in a way I didn't want to come together, but it's just how it is right now. So 
and 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 we'll get through it. It's just the reality is it's just gonna make it so nothing's gonna come out here in the near future, unfortunately. Um, so to talk a little bit about my hibernation mode week, where I basically didn't do a, a, a whole lot of a ton of stuff, although I did do a lot of like troubleshooting that I probably shouldn't have been doing because it was very time consuming. Um, um, but to, to, to start there, uh, basically I, I went ahead and set up my windows XP machine. Uh, everything pretty much was good all the way until the point where I tried to hook it up into my capture setup. Um, so previously I, tr I was using a windows laptop or windows XP laptop that I had set up and, and I was able to capture it without any issue, uh, with the one problem being that the actual VGA port on the system was basically half dead. I could get it to work, but only if I put like a lot of pressure on it. So I could get it to go into the capture card, no problem. Um, but I just couldn't actually do anything because I had to hold the cable in the whole time. And obviously I had just bought that laptop, so that didn't make any sense to keep it. So I returned it. Um, so this system seems fine, but when I connect it into my capture card, it just does not play nice. I don't know if it's an issue with the video output on the capture or on the, uh, the video card itself, what the frame meister itself is expecting, um, or, or something else along the line is breaking. I, I don't know at this point. Uh, and, and also there's like a, a, the card in this, this, this machine is like a, uh, Intel integrated card. So I, I don't think it's like anything special. And I don't know if that is causing any problems because the previous one had like an NVIDIA card in it or something. So I don't know if anything is different between those cards and how they handle it. I'm not very technically minded when it comes to this kind of stuff. I kind of get what I need to get stuff done for the most part. And then from there, you know, I'll, I'll basically figure it out. Um, so I did, I, I did get the, 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 the opportunity to just to like mess around a little bit. Um, I was able to, uh, go ahead and pull a lot of, uh, cool things off of the first kiss story, uh, desktop accessory disc. So some of those files I couldn't access as easily, uh, without actually installing, uh, a lot of the applications on there. So one thing I installed was the, um, the wallpaper or the, uh, screensaver pack. And inside that screensaver pack, uh, there was a, um, a, uh, whole collection of the the CG scenes from First Kiss Story uh, from the PS1 version, I believe. So so they're definitely higher quality. Some of them are, are definitely from the PCFX version, just like, you know, basically displayed at a higher resolution, but some of them were actually drawn for the PS1 release as well. Um, so if you're watching the video version of this podcast this week, I, I'm having a, a slumber party with Kana and I forget her name, Ayumi? Ayame? Something like that. The lady who like gets all like upset about her, her weight at some point. Um, how does some party then? And I'm taking, I'm taking Manami's role. I'm on the ground here. Got a bear. It's all good. Um, so, so yes. Uh, anyways, but there's like a bunch of cool graphics from that I got. So I need to upload this to archive.org. I just got to figure out which disc that, um, screensaver pack came from, uh, because it is, I want to upload it along with that disc. So if it's disc three already, I'll just upload it alongside the existing disc. Um, if it's disc one or two, I just, I need to archive those as well and put them to archive.org. Speaking of archive.org, um, I did go ahead and scan the Ojo-sama Sosomu, uh, light novel, uh, this week. I got that novel in and, and basically, you know, it is a, it is an actual light novel, so it's mostly text. Uh, but there are graphics, not only the cover of the book, but also in the, the first few pages, there's some colored inserts there as well as, uh, throughout the story, there's like little black and white, uh, kind of, uh, line drawings in there too. So I went ahead and scanned all those. Uploaded those to archive.org. I sent them over to Game Vincati or whatever it's called. So they'll be up or putting it on their thing probably at some point. Um, and so those are uploads. So, so, so that's online for you to download if you want them. I would love to scan the entire book. Um, but scanning books is a pain. And, you know, obviously the Japanese text is important in there because that is what the book is, is mostly text. Uh, but, um, for the, the, the purposes of, 
my situation of of not being able to read Japanese, <laughs> it's not the highest priority. But I do want to I do want to find a way to scan books at some point um, more reliably because right now I'm just doing non-destructive book scanning, and it's just not great. Um, not only from a scan quality perspective, but also from a like. Um, you know, it's just a pain to kind of kind of do. I would love to have something that would like more easily, you know, just basically wedge in and then scan the book that way because that way I could just put the page down or the book down, scan it, and then do the next one, and it would still take forever, right? But at the very least, I wouldn't have to sit there and like smush it, line it up, and all that stuff. All that stuff just takes a lot of time. It also damages the book to some degree. Uh, with the spine specifically so so anyways I got some cool stuff from there I got some screensavers up and running I want to record the screensavers at some point but I'll have to just kind of wait and see you know how how I figure that out I I, I kind of put it on the back burner because I, I don't really know what to do yet um, I did um, I am getting potentially another PC from work and those have like an Nvidia graphics card in there and they were also running XP at some point um, so I'm going to grab one of those probably and try with maybe see if the, that will be fine enough. If anything, those PCs are a lot better. They're just full towers rather than uh, small form factor PCs. So it won't be as easy to, um, to, to keep around, but, uh, to, I, I think it'll be worth uh, keeping one of them. There's like three of them at the moment. Uh, I do need to put a drive in there though, because, uh, because they have, and we're shredding the drives basically, right? Cause they're business PCs. So anyways, um, that, that, that whole thing happened. Also, speaking of of my capture setup, I tried the 4K setup thing. Uh, it's a no go, unfortunately. Basically, my card is is not does not meet the requirements for the motherboard. I don't know anything about motherboard, so I, I'm not surprised that I just had no idea what I was doing with buying that. And basically, I put the card in, and then it wasn't working. And then I went to the troubleshoot, and they basically said your your motherboard's not good enough. Sorry, dude rip buy a new pc so uh i'm not i'm not looking to buy a new pc right now but i will so i returned the 4k capture card so that's like 200 bucks there um i am gonna keep getting the um the retro tink 5x if only because of the the resolution swapping i think that's kind of a um a a, a, a important thing that i that i would like to to have uh, I'm not sure what I'll do with my frame meister after that. First, I need to make sure everything works properly right. And given how busy the next month is, I could you know, end up taking a little while to actually set everything up and make sure everything works fine and properly. Um, but, but at the same time, I am... Um, looking uh i i i think i will at least at the, at the very least like set up the retro tink for for like component capture games things like that that are super easy i think the part that's going to be a bit more questionable is like dreamcast games and um anything i'm using that uses scart because my scart setup i know there's something like with my scart setup where like one of the connectors is japanese and one of the connectors is european and like if you put the wrong thing in it can blow something up so uh, I need to be careful about that specifically at the very least, <laughs> but, but, uh, but we'll see. So looking forward to get that retro tank, but I don't know quite when I'll, I'll get there. I do need to just kind of like rewire the behind the area behind my, my, um, PC in general, honestly, it's kind of a nightmare back there. And admittedly, like part of it was, was me just like temporarily moving my stuff to where it is right now. So I didn't really wire it up nice. Cause I wasn't sure if I was going to like, basically decide this where, where my desk was going to be in my new my new apartment layout that I was going to do um and then I ended up deciding to be here and now it's been like two years so <laughs> or maybe it's been like a year or something like that so so I do need to go back there and like rewire everything but it's just not high priority right now so so yeah um and then also Mario Kart 7 and Digimat Digital 
Disney Magical World, I had a hard time talking today. Disney Magical World came in and those both look like real copies. So I'm glad I got them for 15 bucks each. That's pretty, pretty affordable for both. And I'm, and I, I wanted both of them. I imagine not many people buying Mario Kart 7 wanted Disney Magical World. Um, but you know, I don't know. I'm looking forward to checking out Disney Magical World at some point. I think it looks like a really fun game and it's, it's interesting because I think the first and second game are actually pretty different. Um, so, so I'll be curious to see, uh, uh, the, the comparison. I think the second game is more of a life sim than the first game. The first game maybe looks like more of a mini game collection kind of thing, which maybe is why they didn't pair them together in that switch release they announced during the Nintendo direct. Um, and then finally, I'm not going to post a picture here cause it is somebody's personal picture. Um, but I did go ahead and look at somebody's, uh, prepar card pack. They were uploading to, to, um, Twitter, so they're showing, you know, how they're storing their pre new prepar cards. This is the one I was talking about earlier with, like, the, um, or in the podcast or two ago, where they had the, uh, the, like, almost, like, crown on top of the cards, like a princess crown kind of thing, so it had, like, this elaborate design on top, and I wasn't sure what the height of the card was, if it was, like, taller than a usual card, and it is taller than a usual card, and basically the, the card pack they have seems designed to facilitate that taller card, so if you're putting it in, like, a baseball card holder, you're probably not going to be able to, um, uh, store them in the same way, unless it has a lot of clearance on top of the, the card slot, basically. So these pre-par card packs, they're, they're card holders they're selling are accounting for that, where, where obviously most others probably will not. Um, so it's interesting to see them go like to those non-standard card holder, uh, or card, card sizes. And I'm curious, you know, like if, if, if the drive to be like, Hey, now we can sell our own specific card, you know, holders for these things and people buy them because these fit particularly in here. I wonder if that, that was like part of the drive of changing the card at all, or if this is like a side effect. Um, but the person I was, I was looking into and like reading their, their tweets about and everything, they seem to love the cards and how they looked. So that's, that's cool that they, they enjoyed it. I don't know if there's anything new about the game itself or if it's just, you know, good old prepara, but with the, with the new card top to it. So so yeah, and that's pretty much been it in terms of just like stuff I've been working on in general uh, while while I've been kind of not working too much on stuff. It's just like, you know, I had I had one night this week where I got home and just like went to sleep the second I got home and then, and then woke up the next day like 13 hours later. So, so yeah. Um, and then also I, one thing I've, I've, I have been doing as well in terms of just like listening to, to podcasts and stuff is, um, I've never really watched Pat the NES punk stuff at all. Um, I was surprised that I, I just kind of grabbed onto his channel recently and just started like watching a lot of his podcasts and also, um, his, he has like the flea market madness, uh, thing he does where basically he goes around with the uh, flea markets and basically buys stuff and picks stuff up. And that's cool and all and that. That actually makes a lot of sense when, when I always hear like collectors and stuff be like, Oh, if you want to go to a flea market, like people online are doing, then you have to like get there early and things like that. I'm like, I like and I definitely understand the concept of a flea market and why you'd go there to buy games, but I didn't really think about the fact that, like, people are actually streaming themselves going to these flea markets and stuff or, or, or recording it and then uploading it as content. So people might look at it and be like, oh, look at these great finds they find every week kind of thing. Um, and that it would be like an actual, you know, thing that they're following. So, so that actually makes a lot of sense. But anyways, yeah, so I've just been enjoying that and, and enjoying his channel quite a bit. So, so yeah, in terms of game playing, um, we did play a little bit of Apex this week. I don't really have anything to add there. I think Apex is pretty much gonna be put on hold for a little bit because of all the other stuff that's happening. 
um and you know maybe i'll put it like, play it if i if i feel like the absolute need to just like eject myself from life basically and and and, and think of nothing but apex shooting uh that's the nice thing about apex is that it is literally just like this is the video game i play when i don't want to think about anything um although there's like some social interaction that goes on if i play with other people with that so um, and then I played EDF 4.1. We went ahead and started that up. Uh, the EDF was on sale during Tokyo Game Show week this week. And uh, that group that I played Insect Armageddon with was like, actually, this is a, this is a, something we want to kind of pursue and, and play. I think part of it was driven possibly by VTubers as well playing EDF. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's that's its whole thing. That's fine as long as people like get interested in it, right? Um, so, yeah, we played a bit of EDF 4.1 and I, and I had fun with that. You know, it is EDF, right? It is everything you expect it to be and 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 not not much more than that and not much less than that it's just good good dumb fun of blowing stuff up um you know there's definitely some strategy on some of the harder levels and things like that that you need to you need to consider but yeah it's it's nothing really that the big of a deal nothing nothing much more to say beyond what i said last week about insect armageddon other than the fact that because it is like the actual edf series and not the one developed by that one like side studio um it definitely is less balanced but it also is more you know extreme in a lot of ways in terms of not only its its weapon types but also just in like the the number of enemies on screen and things like that um, so yeah, we're actually, it's a nice, uh, thing about the group we're playing with is that everybody's kind of playing as a different class. Um, I'm still just playing as the flying character because I personally feel like in standard EDF games, you play the flying character because that's like the only decent way to move around. But I do know there's like dash, you know, like dash canceling and things like that. And it seems like, you know, like, like as long as you're kind of sticking together as a group, um, on the ground, then you, the people on the ground kind of, you know, move around as they need to. And because they have, you know, more capabilities in the harder missions, you know, they definitely have the ability to kind of, you know, better manage versus like the, I forget what it's called, the Valkyrie or whatever, or, or something, wing divers, I think they're called. Um, but yeah, so the, like, like when you're flying around as a wing diver, you know, you're a lot weaker compared to the other characters. So, so if everybody's a wing diver, then it, it, it I think it kind of balances out because everyone has the ability to kind of fly around and pick up stuff really quick, not only health, but also revive each other. But when you're, when you have like a mix of classes, you know, the wing diver kind of has its particular role of go and collect items around the map, go and get health and go revive people and things like that. Um, that I think that, that it kind of amplifies the, their, their particular role a little bit more than if you're playing with only people who are playing as wing diver basically so so yeah uh in terms of tokyo game show stuff this week um there's a handful of different uh games that i that i caught my eye uh magician's dead we talked a little bit about this beforehand um and i was uh pretty excited to kind of figure out how they were handling magician's dead because that game has motion controls or rather you know you put your hand out in front of the system and then you kind of track your finger uh motions as well as where you're pointing your hand um and basically you know for the most part as you might expect they're just mapping the the controls to the game pad and everything is just is going to play like a normal video game However, it sounds like from the um, four gamer impressions that were posted online, they do ask you to do like certain analog stick movements to cast certain spells and things like that in the game. Um, so they are trying to keep some of that momentum of, of, of you know, how you move your hand around, uh, potentially playing a role in like how you use moves uh, as a as a part of that, at least mapping it to analog stick controls. Uh, it sounds like they're going to be adding more story content as well, more levels, all that stuff. I don't know if they're going to include the arcade content in there or if this is basically going to be like, the sequel to it and then and then you know if you if, if you're in the arcade you got that experience back when that was available and now it's gone kind of thing 
Um, so yeah, there's the new trailer for the Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin uh, game, which is this is like that third person action game that was um, included. In, I think it was like E3 earlier this year. And everybody was like, oh, this is a really cool idea. Then when the actual execution came into play, most people were like, actually, no, I don't really want what this game ends up be, uh, turning out to be. Um, and I looked at it at the time and I think I thought, yeah, this looks this looks fine. Um, this new trailer I liked a lot, mainly because of weapon variety. I'm a big fan of weapon variety in action games. And it seems like there is a good diversity of different types of weapons and how they work and things like that. I believe there are complaints in the original demo they put out about the weapon or the, the combat not feeling good. So they said that they adjusted the combat for that. And I think they put out another demo on ps5 um so i think people were able to check that out this week uh, or at least not if not this week i think it's an upcoming demo potentially so i didn't look too much at other people's impressions just that initial trailer that came out i think it's a march release date and it is going to have multiplayer so i'm curious to see how that multiplayer is you know if you've been listening to a while if you're listening for a while you know i'm a big fan of final fantasy 15 comrades i like that game a lot but uh it never really like i was never able to really get people to to to, to play it uh to you know to the extent that i needed to progress further um you know i got the first uh, first credits at the very least right and uh, i would love to play more of that but it is a very grindy game at some point and unless you have people really committing to that grind i think it's a uh, uh going to be difficult to, to really finish that up or have somebody you'll need somebody to carry you basically so i am still part of the final fantasy 15 comrades discord group if i really wanted to i could go in there and have somebody try to carry me through those those last missions so i could kind of finish up the the next part of the story or whatever as 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 much story as there is in that game right right the initial the initial plot is very much like slotting you into a particular part of final fantasy 15 everything after that i think is a lot more just like open-ended of like we just need to give you an excuse to, you know, keep messing around with this this comrades thing, basically. Um, so I am excited to see what that ends up being. And and um, if it is, like, in-depth enough, you know, I'm a big fan of multiplayer action RPGs. So uh, I'll definitely see if I can, you know, get some people to jump in on that with me. Speaking of multiplayer Final Fantasy stuff, uh, there was a, a, a new, uh, I don't know if there's a new trailer, but there was a, a, a gameplay demo session they did for the first soldier, which is the Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale game. Um, I was looking at a beta a couple of weeks ago, and, and the beta gameplay I saw was not great. I mean, it was just a random person playing the beta, so, you know, how busy or active it was. Um, you know, I, I don't know when they're playing, how much they knew about the game, things like that, but it didn't give the greatest impression. Uh, the, the, the demo they showed off during the Tokyo Game Show stream was, um, a lot more impressive, I think. It was a three, you know, three squad game, um, and it just, you know, obviously the developers have an idea of what's going on with that, so, so they did, you know, show off a lot of the more advanced spell elements of the game. They talked about the fact that you can do, like, quests while you're on the map, although I don't really know how, um, <laughs> they didn't really show how those quests come into play when you're on the map but apparently it just like helps you level up and there's also like you know the whole mechanic where you're fighting monsters versus you know fighting people and getting to see a bit more of of that since they are specifically kind of showing off you know those aspects of the game that kind of make their game unique uh the the, the biggest problem i just have at this point and this is true from the previous beta i saw was just because it's a mobile game like even the developers playing on stream seem to really struggle with aiming and moving and the other people they're playing with seem to be struggling with that as well um you know they're definitely bots in that thing or i'm I'm pretty sure that there were bots in in the the match because that's kind of how those mobile battle royales work for some reason i'm sure there's a good reason why they all have them um but but in that case they they, they had those so um but you know there's times where, where it seems like it's a normal player and they just like stop moving because i guess they're trying to like 
like finick with their inventory or aim and shoot and it just seems like that people have a really hard time with those touch controls and i'm sure i would have the same problems as well um they are adding gamepad support though so you know i think that will probably be a big help there but the reality is is that you know on being on mobile i'm probably never going to check it out i i do need a new phone probably some point in the near future um but i'm not going to get a new phone specifically for this um <laughs> uh i'm gonna get a new phone when i when i need it essentially so my phone's pretty old at this point. I really want to try like Grimoire Souls when that came out, but my phone was also uh, too old for that too. So I don't know. I hope they bring it to another platform, but because it's built for mobile first, you know, I think it will always kind of have that kind of jankiness to it. It's, it does not run great in the beta. I did go ahead and look up some like Apex mobile gameplay from that beta, and Apex seems to be running a lot better at this point, and it generally seems to play smoother. Though the people playing the Apex beta content online um, seems to be like people who are really like engaged. In, in that space overall so they have more familiarity with how those controls work and it seems to go a lot better so i don't know if there's an issue particularly with the controls in final fantasy about uh the first soldier um like gameplay or, or how that controls um but but it, it does not give the greatest first impression from any of the trailers and gameplay i've seen of that title and i'm sure the gamepad will help but uh the game just looks dragged down by being a mobile in general not only from a visual perspective but also just how it runs and and i i kind of question you know how much strategy you can have in a game like that admittedly when, when it comes to first soldier that game is focusing more on variety than it is like you know intense gunplay or something like that so i kind of expect it to be a bit more janky than most other games in that space but because there's a lot more going on in that game with the rpg elements and all that stuff so i don't know if it comes to another platform i'm still like excited to check it out but but being on mobile i don't think i ever will unfortunately so they also announced Dust Diver 2 during the Tokyo Game Show. Um, I don't really have anything to say about that other than cool. I thought Dust Diver looked like a very cool game, and I'm glad that it did well enough to get a sequel. I think it's a Korean developer, if I recall correctly, on that. Um, one other kind of random news story here is that Hunex, this is very important. I'm sure all of you care. Hunex relaunched their website, so they got a new look to their website. Uh, but at the same time, they still maintained all their backlog history of the, all their games and stuff. So I was really glad that they, they, they kept that. You know, they have a very extensive history of the games they've released dating all the way back to the early 90s. Um, Unix has been around for a long time, if you did not know that, and they are still around today making video games. So I was really excited to see that they kept all that play, that stuff in place because, um, you know, I, I would say I probably don't like how they divided it up so much. Before, you could divide it up by the type of job it was for them. So whether it was an original game, a game they ported, or for some reason there were some weird distinctions like Otome game versus versus other things. Uh, but in this case, now they just do it by, by either platform or by like genre. So they have like a line sticker section so you can see all the line stickers they made the release date of those line stickers like is that important not really but i think it's very cool that they have kept track of that stuff and they and they put it on there although they the like mobile phone stuff i haven't checked to see on the new website but the old mobile phone website for the old, old mobile phone stuff would show like basically the release year being zero 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 because nobody kept track of any of that for those like old nokia phones and everything so Anyways, um, but oh yeah, one other thing, weird thing, um, is that they have, uh, so there's this game called Celebration they worked on. It was like around, around the time that they were, uh, shifting off the PCFX. So I think there's like a PlayStation and a Dreamcast version, maybe it's a PlayStation 2 version and a Dreamcast version. I'm only super aware of the Dreamcast version, but there's also a PC version of Celebration as well. Um, and apparently like for some reason, the Taiwan version of that Celebration website is up on the, um, <laughs> 
on the internet still. So I navigated around that and looked at that game a little bit. Um, so that was kind of neat to, to kind of explore that. You know, it is very much just looks like your pretty typical dating sim kind of thing. So nothing nothing fancy in that regard. Um, although I, I did like on the website, they had um, not only some graphics you could download um, in terms of like some of the sprite art and character sprites and stuff like that, but they also had um, a, a complete guide for the game too. Like, like in a way that I, I would not expect an official website for a game to have. Just like complete breakdown of how you go and how you get every single ending and stuff like that. And it's, it's kind of interesting for the CGs. They actually like list out the CGs and like, here's the CG you can get, uh, but they don't show you the complete CG, CG graphics or like full, full screen graphic. Um, it, it, they like make it like sepia tone or something like that. So it's like a teaser <laughs> version of the graphics. So that's kind of a neat little thing. Also like the, the site was built with like midis playing in the background and now like a modern browser just downloads the midis immediately so so i went through and downloaded all the midi tracks from from the website and i like i actually like the soundtrack a lot but unfortunately um i can't find a lot of information about the game overall um other than the dreamcast release the dreamcast release enough people have 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 sat down and played that in recent years that you can find some like gameplay for that the pc version is a bit of an interesting one because i could not find any pc listings online uh windows 95 and windows 98 so not super surprising uh probably uh but i could not find any listings online but i did find that when i was looking around there was um some reports of there was actually like an r18 so like the erotic version of it um uh sold but it was sold only at like as a limited time event item and then all the other releases that were released in stores were, were all the all ages versions so that's kind of interesting but the fact that i can't even find a single pc version online uh tells me that it's probably uh not super common or or also uh, you know or else and, and also that the the r18 version unless there's like a weird stock imbalance or whatever probably even less common so uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember when I was in Japan if I saw too many like Windows 95, 98. I feel like maybe in like Surigaya I, I saw some, um, but I'd have to go back and, and, and look. I, like, I'm acting like I could just go down there some weekend or something. Uh, but I do remember there being like a lot of like PC sections. Um, but, but most of those, I, I, seem, I seem to recall them being like more modern operating systems, but Maybe I was just like so fixated on finding PC98 stuff that I that I just basically passed by the Windows XP stuff and things like that. So that'd be something fun to do when I if I ever go back, if I like go to back to Akihabara and then just see what kind of like Windows, old Windows stuff I can find um, in those kind of stores. Obviously Beep has it. Beep's going to be, you know, or Beep has those types of things, not that they have celebration. But, you know, beef's going to be pri pretty pricey for the most part. I mean, anything in Aki is going to be pretty pricey. But you're going to have, like, a, a larger stock at the very least. And, and you can look around there. So, don't really know what the cost of those kind of things are. I know the PC-98 stuff has gotten quite a bit pricey. Uh, most of my cheap PC-98 stuff I got were, were junk versions. Um, so, because some of them do not work. <laughs> so, but at the very least, I got the materials themselves. So, I can scan those at some point in my life, right? So, so yeah. Um, anyways... That's it for this week. Thanks for coming. Watchtrollbar.com is the website. Like I said earlier, I don't really know what's going to happen. I appreciate you guys being patient with me, though. I know it's kind of a lot for me to sit there and just, like, dump, like, hey, everything is on fire right now, so I don't know when this is going to get done, uh, not only in personal life, but also YouTube life and also my ability to process people life. <laughs> um, uh, so, so yes, I appreciate you, you taking, taking the time to listen to me explain that and if you're, uh, your understanding as well. 
Um, we'll be streaming Sonic and the Black Knight coming up on Thursday this week at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So if you want to come and check that out, we'll be doing that. Uh, I don't think that game's going to be too particularly long, maybe two or three streams, but, uh, we'll see how, how it goes. Uh, it seems like maybe the main game itself is maybe about four hours and then maybe there's some additional content, but what that additional content is will probably, uh, play a big role in whether or not we actually check it out. Um, I also have an idea for a Halloween stream uh, set up. I think it's it's going to be kind of a crap shot in terms of like it might be terrible. It might be maybe good. Uh, basically, we're going to play a game that I, I purchased and have never looked at. So I don't really know what it is, but I think it kind of fits the vibe and tone of Halloween. It is a Japanese game. So uh, feel free to join in. It's a Capcom Japanese game, actually. Never seen anybody ever talk about this game before. So um, I'll be I'll be interested to see, uh, you know. See if it's something we can we can dig into. Uh, that will probably happen either the Thursday before uh, Halloween, or if not, then a day earlier. Uh, I do know I, I'm leaving that weekend to go out of town to go see my sister. So, um, I uh, uh, I don't know what day I'm leaving is really the thing. So I don't really know 100 percent sure what day that will be yet. But at least for now, you can go and plan on Thursday. Um, we're also doing uh, community stuff on Saturdays now at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Um, that's being run by Space Galaga or Mr. T, if you are in the stream chat. Um, and that's in our Discord group. So the last couple of weeks we watched, um, uh, this week we watched Project Echo. Um, Akko. I, I don't know. The, in the dub they say Echo, but I, I assume it's probably Akko based off how it's written. Um, and then uh, they, we also, before that, watched uh, Otakunu Video or something like that, which is the um, founding of that one anime studio. I always forget. I'm not a big anime expert, so I always forget about who does what. But it's like the Evangelion people or something. Gainax? I don't know. Something like that. But Otakunu Video, uh, it was interesting. I, I, I didn't really know what I was getting into with that. Same thing with Project Akko. I, don't, I was like, I, I didn't really expect it to be such like a gag movie or whatever at some point so uh anyways but we'll be watching the movie called the samurai um i think we're gonna be watching the dub probably uh but i don't know for sure yet on that um and then after that i think it's like 45 minutes long and then after that uh we'll be we'll be playing uh a game that's either jackbox or something similar to jackbox um so again that's at 7 p.m pacific time on saturday that we'll be doing that and uh, you're welcome to join us. Just got to join the Discord group. If you want to be receive notifications for those, let me know uh, in the Discord group because I can add you to the uh, the role that gets notifications for those streams uh, uh, group things. So, so yes. Um, and then also, I am working on those interviews that I mentioned earlier. I got one done this weekend. Um, so that one I'm probably going to put on hold a little bit. Um, and then I have another one that I'm going to be doing this upcoming weekend. And from there, you know, again, I just got to kind of figure out what's falling where on a lot of this stuff. And, and at this moment, I don't really know what's going to fall where. But I had a good fun time talking to, to, to the person. So I'll, 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 I'll bring it up as I get closer to release date. And then uh, we can get, you know, get, get through that. I feel like this is one of those weeks where just like my words are everywhere. Um, admittedly, I feel exhausted um, <laughs> this week, and and I and I feel like it's not going to get any better for the next month. So, so uh, we'll see how things go. Anyways, that's gonna that's gonna be. It. I'm just gonna go ahead and wrap this up now. Thanks for coming. Onecontrolboard.com is the website, and I hope you have a great week. Bye.